New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Hello, this is Steve Austin. I am bringing you today's podcast. We will be looking at two sections of Scripture from the NIV version of the Bible. The first of these is John 1, 9 through 13. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed on his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or of a husband's will, but born of God. Psalm 36, 5 through 9, your love, Lord, reaches to the heavens, your faithfulness to the skies, your righteousness is like the deepest, highest mountains, your justice like the great deep. You, Lord, preserve both people and animals. How priceless is your unfailing love, O God. People take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They feast on the abundance of your house. You give them drink from your river of delights. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light, we see light. Two power-packed section of scriptures. and In fact, these two sections uh, begin with light and they end with light. So, you know, I find it ironic on the heels of not condemning the woman caught in adultery in John chapter 8, Jesus makes this statement in verse 12. I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. The true light mentioned here in John 1, 9, who came into the world is, of course, Jesus. He is the true light. He came into a world that was fallen and sinful, a world full of darkness in need of true light. The light he offered revealed how we can have a relationship with the God who created us moving forward from that point in time. God's plan involved redeeming us, buying us back through Christ Jesus. And though through him everything was made, the world didn't recognize him and his own people didn't even receive him. They didn't recognize that he was the Son of God. They failed to understand that the one through whom they were made was living among them. In essence, they missed Emmanuel, that God was already in their presence. God was already with them. So, why did mankind reject Jesus? Well, there's certainly a lot of reasons, and I just want to highlight two of those. Number one, he was viewed as a threat to the religious powers of that day. What does that mean? Well, Jesus continually pointed to the hypocrisy of their doctrine because it was rooted in the law alone. Jesus came 
in grace and truth to offer a new way of relating to God, to have a relationship with him. Religious leaders took great pride in observing the law, but Jesus came to fulfill that law and shine light on God's grace and hope that he brought into the world. And the religious leaders of that day, (laughs) they were not having it. I think it's also important for us to understand here that their traditions being rooted in the law in their own mind's eye, what they believed, allowed them to gain some measure of acceptance from God because they were following the law closely. When Jesus shined light on this new way of having a relationship with God through him, listen, it tugged at the very fabric of their entire lives that their entire lives had been built upon. But what they didn't understand is that Jesus was offering them so much more than anything they had ever experienced. He was offering them an opportunity to experience an intimate, fellowshipping relationship with the God who made them instead of a stale, fear-based motive for serving God. Their form of religion elevated their own good behavior. Jesus elevated his own good father. Second thing I want you to notice is the second reason mankind rejected Jesus, and I believe this would be the case for most of society today, is this. Watch this. Coming to the light means being accountable for a lifestyle that some are simply unwilling to change. Listen to John 3, starting at verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. This is the verdict. Light, there it is again, light has come into the world, but people loved darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes to the light so that it may be seen plainly that they that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. Those who receive Jesus are born of God. They are regenerated. They are given a new identity. This birth that's mentioned here in that verse, in our passage in John 1.13 This is a spiritual birth. Notice the words, it's not of blood, it's not of the will of of flesh, it's not of the will of man, it's not a physical birth. It is a spiritual, supernatural event that happens as we trust in the work that Jesus has done on the cross to take our sins. This clears our name. This clears our record. This is not a natural birth that takes place. It is a supernatural one. It's not the result of our efforts. It is the work of God. He regenerates us. He gives us new life. I love what Titus says in 3, 4 through 7. 
But when kindness and the love of God our Savior toward man appeared, when it was evident, it was not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us abundantly through Christ Jesus our Savior, that having been justified by his grace, we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Listen, this is the work of God through believing in Jesus lived out in us on a daily basis through the Holy Spirit of God. So as we rest in the beauty of that truth, Psalm 36, 8 and 9 will be an experienced reality for us. They feast on the abundance of your house. You give them drink from your river of delights. For with you is the fountain of life in the light we see light. Psalm 139, 12, I love this. Even in the darkness, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like day, for darkness is as light to you. And let me add, as we live in the light. So in closing, super quick, Jesus is the light of the world. Those who follow him do not walk in darkness, but walk in the light of life. When Jesus came to this earth, he came into a world of darkness, a world in need of the true light, which is found only in him. He came as a baby born in, in Bethlehem so he could die on a cross and take the punishment for our sin and be Savior to anyone who believes upon and calls on his name. Listen, Christmas is about far more than winter. It's about more than trees and lights. It's about much more than presents and Santa Claus. We celebrate Christmas because God's one and only Son, the true light, came into the world and helped us see what we could never have seen if we were left in the dark. Wow, man. Mm. Thank you for joining me today. Tune in for tomorrow's podcast as we cover the next section of Scripture. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.